Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 6th. The time is about uh, 11.30. I'm ready. This has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 year, 12 years. Please try to fill the Google sheet out. Those people who fill the Google sheet out will get the preference. So please fill the Google sheet out, please. Sweta? Uh, hi. One second, Sweta, okay? Sure. Newcomer, while my H-1B transfer is in progress, I started working for a new employer who initiated the HR on receipt. However, I was denied after my I-94 expired. Case was denied in August 2019. I discontinued made travel plans to my home country, left within eight days after. And currently, I'm an H-4 in the USA. Planning to reinstate my H-1B. Will my history cause any impact on reinstatement, for example, stay after I-94 expiration? Zero. Zip. Absolutely will not cause any problem for you, Sveta. Oh, okay. Um, fine. Uh, I was kind of worried about it. That that answer. No my... worries. You're good. Next person, please. Salil. Salil Raj. Yeah, I can hear you. The company 501C, that's non-profit, I guess, Article 2, mission statement says, opportunities in network education and training found the company filed IRS recent signature for the tax-exempt entity. Can I company file... It's uh, it's not a higher education institution, though. They should say it's a higher education institution, not just a mission statement is not itself, though. Uh, and also the position is related to economic development research, if that helps. Yeah, it, the mission by itself is not enough, though. There is a, uh, it's, it has, they have to go to the Americans Council of Education and have, they have to get that thing as the higher education institution, okay? Okay, and it's not a size, it's a chamber of commerce, but then it's a foundation. Saying no, it's a if it's a chamber of commerce, chamber of commerce, no, it's not a higher education institution, sir. Okay, They're not you. exempt. Next person, please. Hello, hello, Rahul, sir. My, my question is in I work full time with current employer. My green card palm labor is in progress, not yet approved. Employer asked me to relocate to another state, Nebraska. What is the impact on palm labor? Is it a consulting company or is it a uh, what kind of company is this? It, it is a full-time company. It's... If it's a full-time company, though, it depends on the company's lawyer, how they treat it as. Uh, if we move within state, within state is not a problem. If you move, you moved out of state or within state? So they are asking me to uh, uh, relocate to another state, Nebraska. Uh, how far I'm is it? To avoid... It's in Nebraska. I live in Houston, Texas. They're asking oh, you to relocate that's, that's, definitely, that's definitely too far. So if that is the case, though, it depends on the company, though, to continue with the labor certification or not. It depends on the company. If I were the lawyer of the company, I will continue. 
Okay, so that means they need to restart the process, or uh, how, how? If uh, depends on the HR and the Im immigration lawyer. Okay. If they so, restart, uh, they have to do the prevailing wage again. Okay, so here is the thing, Rahul sir. Basically, uh, I'm trying to looking for a few bullet points why I should not relocate uh, until my green card is approved. When is your what is your priority date? My priority date is uh, 2013. Oh, 2013. Did you not already file the 485 application? Uh, I have I 140 approved, uh, but I changed my employer with this current employer, right? So I did not have. Uh, I, uh, okay, as I said, Girish, it will be subjective. There is nothing we can argue here, though. It will be subject to the company if they want to continue with that or not. They want to continue, actually, so. If they want to continue, they can continue with the labor certification. Even though you move to Nebraska, they can still get the labor I-140 approved, and then when the prior date is current, you can file the 485. The question is, if they want to continue, I don't know that answer, though. So you have to search there. Next person, if I'm your lawyer, I will continue and we'll get you the green card. Next person, please. Sandeep Verma. Hi, Rahul. This is Sandeep. I, I did paste my question. MNH1B cool. was laid off on December 20, uh, 25. Uh, uh, on December 21st, and, Feb uh, and February 20th is the 60th day. My grace period, I found an employer to file the H1B transfer started let's say today. But I only have another 13 days, including weekends. Would the time be enough? Yeah. Yeah, that will be enough. 13 days will be enough to, if they have already filed the LCA, 13 days will be enough. Yeah, okay. so they already filed the LCA yesterday. So it would, um, you know, just the timeline would take about seven to 10 days, right? So, right. That's will be, that'll be good enough, sir, to file it. I will give, send you the B2 information though. I will send you the B2 information, but I don't think so. You need it if they file it. If they don't file it, you consult, you can consult me on the last day and you can file on that day itself though. Okay. Next person, please. Ravin Kumar. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, yesterday I reached you regarding that uh, the bill, right? Like HR, you told me to reach back today uh, so that you, you'll give some feedback on that. Which one? The DUI thing? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it may affect everybody though. Um, I don't know what, I, what, what you want to discuss if you pay the money. What am I going to say right now? So let it mature, okay? I read the bill. In fact, I just wrote an article on that. Uh, that definitely may affect a lot of old timers, though. That may affect the people. So they okay. don't they don't amend amend in Senate, or it will be like it will be passing as it is, like what they have now. Mm. I don't know. The senators are going to be. Uh, I didn't check it uh, with how much majority was it passed though. Uh, something like um, uh, Democrats fifty nine, and all of them Republicans like two seventeen. Democrats only fifty nine people opposed the bill. You meant to say fifty nine Democrats supported the bill. Supported and 150 opposed. Yeah, we'll have to see how it's going to go in Senate because the reading of it <laughs> says that even if you are a green card holder for a long period of time, it may affect people of those things though. It yeah. may affect it. Okay. So that will be like once once a bill passed, like just like they will start deporting. I don't think so. They'll start deporting. It's when you try to start entering into the country, that's when they will start going after you though. Oh yeah, this this was the last question. Uh, so, can we just do our extensions here, and when we cross the country, that will be the problem? 
or when we apply what for the what, what, what extensions what extensions uh h1s like let's say we continue our extensions here and when we cross the country or when we change the status to the gc that time you're, we end up this issue yeah 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 in the h1 extensions though there is no box that asks that you have committed any crimes or arrested yeah there may not be any problem for h1b extensions but yes you're right when you cross the country or when you go to go to stamping that may be one way ticket and also the 485 when we apply for the gc you we cannot apply the 485 though okay so it's not good to be only the thing only the thing is like until we stay here it will be okay and when we cross the country that, that looks right issue. right right that looks to be the the way and they're not going to come after and pick you up though so yeah you're yeah. right that may happen but okay. yeah there'll be thousands okay. of people that may affect though i mean i don't know um rebecca said to me when we i ran with her she is my partner uh she says uh she says that maybe by the note even sign it i don't know if he's going to use the veto power yeah okay let's so you're let's asking just but yeah i'll, I'll keep, keep an eye when i yeah when i need yeah. anything i'll i'll just reach you back again yeah and um, yeah uh, we're going to debate that in the evening today okay next person please okay okay <clears throat> thanks thanks for bringing it to our attention i mean this zoom calls are also a good education for me too go ahead nitin Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? You're even file for it. Fine. 2020 EAD AP valid still 2029. I'm working on H1B. My wife is working on GC EAD for a multinational firm in a managerial position. She worked with the same employer in a managerial position for one year before starting in the USA. Let me ask you this question: When did she come into United States? Oh, she has been here till from 2015. When did she join this? When did she join this company? uh so she uh, 2017 2014 and 2017 there is a three year gap she can't file the eb1c no 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 so she joined she came to us as a student in 2015 she joined the company mm-hmm. in 2017 in us then she went to india in 2022 and uh, for the same company and she's been working for a year in that company and now she's back in united states uh, So she's for for so since her so in 2022 did she work for more than one year in India? Yes, 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 yeah. Okay, in that case though, she is definitely eligible to file the EB1C. If you file the EB1C though, the better way to do it is not to interfile the, into this application. The better way is get back to non-immigrant visas. You can get the H1 and H4, okay, and still continue the EADs, and then convert into 485. That would be a better strategy. so but are we allowed to file from like a gcad status for a eb1c i140 absolutely you are first question absolutely you are so so ming but you you said the preferable route is from h1 or l1 is that what you meant no no sir i didn't said that first get the i140 approval when that priority date becomes current you for filing the 485 you need to t- get back to non immigrant status filing the eb1c i140 approval she doesn't need to be an h1b okay for 485 you are saying file a new one and then get on to a non immigrant status when she first get on to non immigrant status and file the 485 application but okay and then the uh, strategy nitin first thing get the i140 approval okay but my question is can can she port my date to her i uh, no, eb3 no uh, she cannot she can 
She cannot put your date, sir. Next person, please. Rohit. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. I read Biden administration has allowed four dependent visa can start working in USA legally. No, that is not right yet. Okay. That is not right. I mean, uh, it's only children, only children. And, you know, only children. And that too, that bill is not yet, uh, that bill is, uh, that bill is yet not passed in either Senate or House. Okay. Okay. Understood. Yep. Okay. Thank Next you. Next person, please. Good morning. Uh, H1, H4 read is getting expired by March 15. I have applied for a few H4 will get approved before March 15. Why would H4 will be approved and EAD will not be approved though? I have filed in premium. I am not sure if I will get the EAD card before March 15. Ma because so, so you file both H1, H4 and EAD together, is right? Yes. It will be approved together. If by any chance, though, okay, uh, uh, if by any chance, though, if by any chance, though, H4 is approved, EAD is not approved, you can continue working because it's okay. an extension, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. Okay, then. next person, please. Raghu. Can you guys give the Google Sheet, uh, please? Raghu? Um, hey, Rahul, I have posted my question on Google Sheets. Uh, Raghu, okay. I, mean, uh, I, I, I unfortunately lost my job literally after last uh, last day will be March 20th. My 60 day clock will start on March 21st. I'm, uh, I'm on 6th year of H1B. My visa will expire in June. Uh, what are my options if I don't get a job? Yeah, you can file a B2. That's the best option to file a B2. Even though you have an I-140 approval, you can still apply for a B-2 though. You can do, uh, what I would do is that prepare for the B-2, prepare all the okay. application, but don't file it. File it on 55th day, okay? Got it, sir. Okay, so even if I'm on my sixth year of my H-1, and if I, even if I go on B-2, would I still be able to transfer it back to H-1 once I find a job? Ah, you don't, you don't have an I-140 approval? No, I already have. I already have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have an I-140 approval. You right. can switch back to H-1B at any point of time. You can go yeah. to India. You can come back on H-1B in the next 90 years. Got there it. is no limitation. Yeah. My you, only you can get the H-1B back. Yeah. Uh, my only worry is that since I'm on my last year of H-1 and if I go on B-2, I no, Sir, there is no last year. You have an I-140 approval. I'm assuming yeah. that it's been approved for more than six months. More than three years now. Yes. Wow, you're a very smart guy to apply for the labor certification <laughs> so early. I tell all these people, these stupid people, don't follow my directions. <laughs> Only Thanks. to come in the fifth year, in the last six months, and come to me and tell me that I have not filed my, I got laid off. Right. Um, Dang on them. But you're in a good position, Raghu. You're in a good position. You yeah. can go to India. You can apply for B2. You can apply for F1. You can come back on H1 at any point of time in your life, only in the next 90 years. Why not 91 years? I, I won't be alive. be dying by the time. <laughs> next person, please. Sir, one last question. Sorry. Uh, uh -huh. I, there's a lot of confusion on this. So let's say if I use 55 days of my grace period, and if something of this sort happens again, um, does that... No, sir. That 60-day grace period is between each employer... Okay, the 
It's okay. so the next time it will be uh-huh. 60 days again. Ah, I see. Okay. Okay. I didn't want to use up my 60 day grace period. If this is like, use it. No, sir. The... No, sir. No, sir. Every time you get it. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate your help. Huh? Next Hi, Rahul. Um, my H-1B is approved with employer uh, name ABC, but in 2022, due to system error, was by mistake tagged to a sister entry. I'm an employer and started to send paycheck from the sister entry. They have identified and rectified last week. The attorney is requesting me to travel and is a travel out of the country really required? It's just a technical thing what that guy. So he just want to go outside the country and come back in, is right? Correct. So what I'm not able to, what I'm not convinced is that, is that travel really required? Is he telling you to go to Mexico and come back? Yeah, anywhere outside of the country. Just go back and, you know, return. So do you have a stamping in your passport? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, a, it's a correction of a technical error, ma'am. The reason is that once you violate the status, though, you're considered to be continuously violating the status. So you're, he's just trying to rectify it. And believe me, it's a mistake done, but he's trying to correct it, follow his direction. You are in a very good hands. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And That's travel good. is absolutely best for you. Okay. Because Thank once you. you travel, though, they can only look into the status violation since your last entry to the United States. Anything before, they cannot and they should not. And that's the reason he wants you to travel somewhere and come back. Go to Mexico, have a margarita and come back. Next person, please. Thank you. Bye. Uh, Yes. Hi, Rahul. Uh, I posted my question to... My prior date was was January 2nd. My company name changed from January 2024. The new company is completely new to me. The new tax agreement. They have restarted. Oh, damn. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Can I, I'm about to max out on February. How about I received one year extension? Yes, because you're out of the country. The new max out is June, 2025. My question, can I switch? Can I switch with the new extension? Can I start parallel form with other company? You can start parallel form with another company. Can I okay. switch with a new extension? What I, Can I switch? What does that question mean? So, so I, I'm asking, can I switch to a new company with this new extension? Or is this new extension is tied to this company only? No, it's not tied to this company, though. Do you have the... Okay. Was the previous labor certification withdrawn that was filed in January of 2023? Uh, they said they have not, but I don't know the current... So what you could do is, Jayashankar mm-hmm. was what you can do is mm-hmm. get, get the receipt notice of that one, and okay. you have until June 2025 for your, mm-hmm. uh, for your sixth year, is it right? Including yes. travel outside the country. I yes. would extend until June 2026 based on one year pump pending for you. June 2025, your six years, one year extension because your pump is pending for one year. Uh, no, this is the seventh year extension I got till June 2025. Ah. Oh, they recently got that approved based on the yes. pump pending. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. You can go to a new company and new company also can get until June 2025. Okay, okay. And one last question is, is it, I mean, with this real time, uh, current timeline, will I get the POM approved by June 2025? You don't know. No, absolutely not. 
My only question okay. is that they are filing the prevailing wage right now. They are going to take a long time in getting the prevailing wage. Mm-hmm. Eight months. Can can they do uh, just one question? Can they do the uh, recruitment parallelly with the? They can do wage? the recruitment parallelly when they are doing the prevailing wage. Yes, they can. But still, eight months plus one year is a lot of time for you, and you will cross the June. You may want to. You may want to actually consider some alternative things. Going back outside the country, that may be one of the option. If you have H four EAD, definitely that's an option too. Uh, and you may have to move to B two or F one visa at that point of time. You may want to consider all these options. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Really appreciate. Me too. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Me too. Here. I have put my question in. The... I'm an F one visa day one CPT doing PhD and working full time. I want to start my research with some. other university for this research work i will get credits points each semester university a to university b collaboration is common for phd research students but for international students it's considered as a job there is no money no transaction involved in it. do i need to switch submit my cpt request to a university as a collaborator on research work yeah you can you can no, have the, the cpt no the thing is i don't want it. to consider it as a job because it's it's like university to university collaboration purely for the research purpose so like is there any way that it should not be considered as a job uh i don't know much about it meeta my my knowledge is very limited in it because okay. my concern is if my h1 gets picked I, up uh huh if your h1 gets picked H1, up yeah so in that case i will be in my research for like 6 months doing my research and now my status would be changed from october and then it would be like hey you are doing like two jobs this research they are also considering as a job if they oh i see the point see your point concurrent h1b yeah concurrent yeah. h1b would be the solution but then why would university file concurrent h1b my point is it's like research work right I, why i i got being... i got the point man but i i don't have much knowledge about it meeta okay i'm sorry about that next yes, person sir. please yeah if you want you can consult emily newman though she is very good in the student issues priya go ahead hello Hello, hi, sir. I have posted my question regarding job change during four eight five. When should we file the I four eight five J? You don't have to file the four eight five J. You only need to file the I four eight five J when there is an RFP or when there is a when there is a uh, uh, when there is an RFP or when there is a uh, interview, though. We have ETA form and not the ETA form nine zero eight nine from my current employer. Um, no, you don't have to get the form labor, but what you can do is you can file a freedom of information for your I one forty petition, okay? And they will grant you. They will grant. They will give you the labor certification, but you don't need the labor certification to transfer to a different company because we can guess what the what the visa state. what is your profession as long as you stick the profession though you will be fine so most probably you will be able to tell whether you are a software engineer or you are a lawyer that's all we need to know Pilar, the next job has to be in the similar field sorry to interrupt you sir but we are i am not transferring new company we are anything i am using the my employment i485 ead offer 
checked all my documents you... and the company did not provide me LCA. So that's why I wanted to make sure that go for getting... interview or. So I didn't understand. You're not changing the job. What do you, what do you want now? Uh, we are, I'm changing the job, but I'm not moving my H1B or my green. Changing the job from a... one, what do you mean changing the job from one employer to another employer? Yes. In software profession, uh, but my, because of my experience, my initially I was you a get, developer. You're getting you're you're getting cut off now. Oh, okay. In, I'm going to become a software architect. So okay. I just wanted to make sure that SOCC. Just. Ma'am, you're getting you're getting cut off now. Sorry about oh, that. I, oh, are you? I just, you're getting okay, you're getting cut off. Sorry, you're getting cut off, ma'am. Suti, is that the same? Is it only yes, for me yes, or for yes. you too? No, Rahul, it's getting cut off. Sorry, ma'am. Next person, please. You're a Canadian born. I'm a Canadian citizen born in India. So, of course, I'm currently an L1A and my I-140 is approved under EB1C category in June. In case of layoff, what options do you have? Can I change the employer while I'm waiting for my spouse is also working on L2. Should she try to get a TN visa back? Yeah, you, know, you can try the TN visas, but since your I-140 is there though, you may have to move to TN, but sometimes they give a hard time in giving the TN visas if the I-140 is already approved. Okay. And uh, so the spouse, uh, my spouse has also I-130 approved. Would that be a problem in getting TN? Did you say I-130 for him? His his brother or his parents filed? Yeah, it okay. may become an issue. This I-130s, I-140 may become an issue for you, though. Okay. May become an issue. But in okay. case of layoff, uh, just taking the TN out of equation, what other options do I have in case of the, the layoff? Uh, H1, definitely. Okay. You have to go through the lottery system, of course. Okay. And uh, uh, will I be able to keep the, the priority date? Uh, uh, if you, yeah, if you, if yeah, you can, you can move the priority date. But the problem is, EB1C is very fast. EB2 and EB3 priority dates are very backlogged. To answer your question, yes, you can. Only the person who got the I140 can put the date, though. It's not if the husband gets it, the wife cannot port it. Wife gets it, husband cannot port it. Okay. Yeah. So it's for myself. Like I'm on L1A. I see that in case. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah. I in case you lose the job, you can move to TN visa. Try your luck. Try H1B if that works out. If not, try to move to the TN visa. Now, it depends on whether they're going to grant the TN visa because you have an I-140. Sometimes they may deny it. If they deny it, then you'll have to try to come back in L1 or H1 or keep trying the TN visa. But you can port the date from this company to another company. Okay, just one last quick question. Uh, so while I'm waiting to file I-485, can I change the job with AC-21 uh, job portability? That is after filing the 485 application. You wait for six months, then you can port. Okay. Thank then you won't need H-1Bs. You won't need anything. That EAD will be good enough for you. Next person, please. Asta Malik. EB1B approved. 
current uh, current as of january 1st uh, pending uh, for it festival pending okay give me one second hi i'm sorry uh, I what should what me. should i do uh got gc for two years can i refile husband's last card we will get it for five years or two years if you if you refile for the last card they might only give it for two years they may not give it for five years now. okay because like i've reached out to the white house and i've also reached out to the senators because my f485 is pending uh and it has been um stuck at a field office how, so i don't know what how how long it's been pending though so i filed on uh, july uh 2023 but india retrogressed so i so the, i got the, the i got the point so so you're within the timeline though if it crosses 18 yeah. months though we request you to go to the court litigation that is a better process but we don't take the cases under 18 months ma'am okay, okay? since it's okay. it's less than one year we would not entertain going to court right now anything okay. else and then the uh, just one more question so if i do file uh, would it any would it have any uh, repercussions on his case like when i file for his i765 uh, because he's already on green card ead so it wouldn't impact his status right because he left his h1b uh, he switched to green card ead so if i so file if he files for lost... the last one would you know nothing yeah. will be impacted he's fine okay Okay, and then I can do it on my own, or can I like reach out to oh, your you? Oh, you can do it on your for you help. Can, you can do on your you can do on your own. Last okay, card. Thank okay, thank you very much. Next person. Thank you. Next person, thank please. Naveen. Hi, sir. Uh, so I am on H one B and working as a full time, and mm-hmm. uh, I also have like a GCEAD. So when I mm-hmm. spoke to my employer attorney yesterday, and she told that I can stay on. Uh, like you know h1b for my employer and i can also work for another company on gceed or i can start like a oh, separate well navin practically can you start your own business right now yeah absolutely you can okay uh so working for another employer as a full time on gceed is that uh, allowed That's i can do that completely allowed you can do that too oh next so person, i can please. so i can be on okay It's on both the company and the yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thank you, sir. I agree with your lawyer. Rasmi Darani. Hello, sir. Good morning. Um, one second. Um, I'm an H1B picked for lottery number two through consulting company. Processed in April, January 2000. Sent cancellation letter for H1B back dating to May 2002. 13 days of being with the company. Wait, 13 days. Do I need to apply for H1B through lottery again? No, no. You already got the H1B with the I-94, is right? How did you yes, move sir. to H4 from H1? Ah, uh, sir, I consulted you, and we went to Cancun, and we came back, sir. So I had I-94 oh. till uh, November 2023, sir. Oh yeah, you don't have to go through the lottery again. Okay, sir. Thank you. Okay. Next person, please. Anyways. Hi, this is Shreeni Nagpuri here, Rahul sir. Thank you. Uh, good morning. I am a U. I am a U.S. citizen, and wife mm-hmm. is a green card holder. Uh, one second, green card holder, and we went to India for five years and trying to come back here. What will be my options? I'm here in U.S. and now, and wife, two kids. So, 
your wife is also here right now no no she is not sir uh, actually her green card got expired and it's been more than i think a, a couple of years now well she has to, you have to apply for the green card again then oh uh, what will be my option to bring her here with the kids green card kids are us citizens so we won't discuss anything about kids your wife doesn't have a green card right now you have to apply for a green card it'll take about oh, two and a half can she apply years. from the india can she apply from yeah, india you you can you have to apply not she right from here i can apply for her and instantly if she has to come uh, what were my options sir h1 <laughs> okay right, okay so it'll be it'll be some time for her to come here can she come years, like a yes. dependent visa or something no yeah, what dependent she is married to us citizen the green card is a dependent oh Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Right. Uh, I'll take the last caller today. I'm sorry, guys. I couldn't attend all the people. Uh, let me see if I can go for two people. Go ahead. Rakesh. Um, Hi, Rahul. Uh, I just posted my question in the. Uh, Family, the, the spouse got an emergency AP from US field office for sixty days, and my wife is in India currently. Yesterday, we got pending AP approved. Question is, since the pending AP got approved while she is in India, is this an extension of AP? Yes, Rahul. Yeah. Oh, if this is an extension of AP, you can mail it to her, and she can use that to come back. So, so uh, at the port of entry, does she need to show the emergency AP or uh, the new one? Well, the new one. Okay, if, but depends on if the if the old one is valid, she can still show that one. It doesn't matter. She so, yeah, the, I mean, it's old. If the old one is expired, then she has to go with the new one. So uh, since the old got expired, we applied for the renewal, and since the family emergency got, uh, we went to the field office. Uh, and you told the me AP. all the you told me all the story. What I'm telling is that if mm -hmm. the old if the if the old one expired, you said it's expiring in sixty days. When is she coming back? Yeah. Uh, March thirteenth. So within sixty days. So she can show the new one or old one. It doesn't matter. Next oh, person. Okay. okay. Thank you. Huda. Huda. Undergrad student and fourth year undergrad working few hours weekly for past two years. Unskilled. Can I apply EB three? Okay, I think so. She doesn't want to speak with me. Hey, yes. uh, thank you, guys. Guys, next conference call will be tomorrow at four thirty. Um, thank you, guys, for coming in. Sorry, we couldn't attend all the people. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.